Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Date of Fun, episode 32, Fireworks and Hobbies. Enjoy the show. I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Date of Fun. Hello. Hello. It's funny, uh, we have distributed blankets to record this in, and to think that... uh, one of the last times we recorded here, we were complaining about how hot it was. It was unbearable. It was hot. awful. And now I'm thinking, oh, maybe we should get that duvet out so we can sit and record. Because <laughs> you get the double off your bed, I can get the double off my bed, and we could both sit here on one sofa and just double duvets. Wrapped like sausage rolls. Hello, it's uh, it's autumn now. It's nice. It's pleasant. Um, we've been quite busy, haven't we? Yeah, it's been You've quite a busy done day. Things for... Oh, just today. Oh, I went well, yeah, in the last today. Three weeks since we recorded. We've packed it in. Yeah, all sorts of... We're, we're packing it in. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've done quite a few... Been up to lots of things. The most exciting thing for me uh, was coming home from work one evening to discover that my hot water tank had sprung a leak and the fire brigade had had to break in through a window to turn the water off. I know. Um, the bit of irony, I mean... New hot water tank, new window, thank you very much. Um, but I've got lovely hot water now, haven't I? Yes, Scald- scalding. You have oh. to you have to catch it catch another bite when you wait for it to wait wait for the water to run hot, and then you've got about fourteen seconds before it's unbearably unbearably scalding, scaldingly unbearable, and you can't use it anymore. Um, so that was the excitement for you. Yes, good times. All fixed now. Yeah, it's all fixed now. Um, I've got like a tiny corner of carpet left to take up in the cupboard because okay. it, well, the rest of it's gone, so it doesn't match anything. It, it will have dried out by now, but. It's, you can get some la 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 linoleum. I'm going to get some la 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 linoleum. Cool. So, yeah. So, I'm just trying to remember that Sesame Street song about not wanting to live on the moon. Oh, I like to visit the moon on a rocket ship high in the air. Yes, I'd like to visit the moon, but I don't think I'd like to live there. That's the one. I like no. Uh Cool. Um, yes, I'd like to look down at the earth from above, but I miss all the places and people I love. So though I might visit for one afternoon, I don't want to live on the moon. That's very nice. Thank you. <laughs> we went out last weekend, didn't we? Yes, we did. We went to... It was your first trip to the Prince Charles. I'd never been to the Prince Charles cinema before, but I very much liked it. Um, you did quickly acclimatise the fact that the, the rake is backwards in the Well, not just backwards. Right, usually. Usually. One goes to the cinema or the theatre... And it slopes down towards the front where the screen or the stage is. Commune amphitheatre. <laughs> On this occasion, it doesn't just slope up. It starts to slope down and then it slopes back up again. It's, it's just, the whole thing just sinks in the middle. It's very weird. And then there's um, You get used to it quite, quite quickly. But for you, a bit of it. Yes. It's like as if, the, as if the, the, the royal circle is coming out over you. But yeah. you know that it's just the projectors. It's confusing, but you do get, you get used to it. And it's a lovely cinema. We went to see... Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion, Yay! which is one of Jessica's favourite films, um, and they were doing it as one of their special beer and pizza nights. So you go and you get a beer and a slice of pizza, um, and if which is a, just a brilliant idea. Yeah, uh, which is what, how I saw Black Dynamite the other month. Um, and Jessica, who is a very nice princess, picked up her slice of pizza and then gave it to me. <laughs> yeah, and we'd also just been out for pizza as well. <laughs> I ate so I, much pizza that I had pasta. Oh, you had a calzone. I had a big calzone. Yeah, I mean. It's Pretty much just... We did consider the fact that we were going out for pizza, so we thought we'd continue the Italian theme. Yeah. Um, um, but I yeah. meant to get something else. I was like, no, just get a massive pizza. Go with it. Um, Go and we went to see Romeo and Michelle, and it was really nice, because obviously for an event like that, it's only people who really like Romeo and Michelle yeah. are going. 
So there are people joining in, but in a really nice way. Yeah, um, um, people kind of responding to a few bits. When they tell off one of the, the, the mean girls... They people kind of yeah cheer and and then and then one of the former mean girls really tells her off and yeah. everyone round of applause yes well done you um there was a Appla- yeah. everyone applauded at the end and there was a dance routine and you were crying with us <laughs> right I've I've seen that film many times I think I've I've probably watched it with you before and other than that I think I've always just watched it by myself but I haven't seen it for about ten years I think. yeah or you know on DVD um if you go and watch a film that you've seen before. But never with people. It's completely different mm. in a room full of people that are enjoying themselves. And I've had free beer. Um, <laughs> but everyone was just having a lovely old time. No, the atmosphere great. was great. And I, I definitely, that's the most I've ever, ever laughed at it. Yeah, when, just to clarify, when it got to the dance routine, um, the spontaneous ca- choreographed dance routine, I was laughing so hard the tears were literally dripping off my chin. And I sort of gently, I started to rock a bit. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I cried. I laughed that much. Um, it's this is the it's interesting the thing about seeing comedy and big things like that especially films is that because I'm so used to watching them like by myself or in a small cinema that's not very full going to see a film in quite a busy cinema especially a funny one just takes it to another level and I went to see um, that week uh, the sing along a Rocky Horror for Halloween with some of my fun. colleagues and we all dressed up um, I was a transsexual Transylvanian at the party yep um, and so you go and everyone has a plastic bag of props on there chair and there's somebody dressed as Frankenfurter at the front telling us what to do and introducing it and teaching us a little dance and then we do it and we sing along and it had it wasn't a full join in Rocky Horror with all of the call and response but we had a few so we had to yell at things and sing along and, and we had to put a newspaper on our head in one scene and it was so much fun and everyone was dressed up I don't think I saw a single person who wasn't dressed up um, that's pleasing yeah and I was, um, was very happy with my costume because I thought, oh, maybe I'll go as magenta and wear like an apron and a sort of French maid outfit. Um, and then I thought, no, I'm going to wear flat shoes and full <laughs> trousers because I'm quite lazy. <laughs> so I just walked. Uh, yeah, I was, I was nice and cosy and didn't tire my legs out. Uh, that was really good. That's a wise move. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't do anything for Halloween, so I've not dressed up at all this year. I was going to go to three parties and only went to just the one. Um uh, one of them I was going to go to was Morrissey because <laughs> I think he's quite a frightening prospect. Uh, yeah, William! Were you going to um, cut out the, like something sort of hold in front of you, like the, like the front of the penguin? Yeah, classic? I was going to cut out a penguin's classic sign so I could do the chin thing. I was going to take a gladiola and like a meat is murder bag. I mean, what? Um, <laughs> um, I'll only publish it if I can be a penguin. Don't know well, it's from. not it's a penguin classic, is it, Morrissey? No, that's not what classic means. It's not how it works, is it? I was meant to go to another party uh, at Halloween, but I went to Colchester Zoo instead. <laughs> so my friend lives in the Colchester area, and uh, we went to see him. So in the general my... vicinity. Yeah, I'm, I didn't really understand. Not in the zoo. Not in the zoo, I should stress. He is a man and lives in a house. Um, me and my friend Heather met up at the station bright and early um, and got the train down to Colchester. I went and spent the day at the zoo. Uh, it was amazing. Only slightly coloured by the fact that the last animal we saw was a chimpanzee eating its own poo from its hand. <laughs> it was... I Yay. nearly threw up. A day well spent. Yeah, but we saw the baby red pandas. They were so cute. And uh, we saw um, one of the orangutans um, always wears things on his head. And he had this little blanket. I saw like a bit of sheeting that he pulled on his head like a hood. And as I <laughs> like he looked like he was in a, a community production of the uh, the Crucible. And then he then oh. he crapped himself. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like um 
slightly out of Monty Python. Yeah, he didn't look like Terry Jones as an orangutan. Or like uh, Little Edie, like who's in the Grey Gardens <laughs> orangutan version. Um, that was really good. Uh, so yeah, I spent the day at Colchester Zoo, which was very fun. Um, <laughs> are you thinking about an orangutan no, Grey Gardens? More, <laughs> I was just thinking about normal Grey Gardens. And now I'm thinking about orangutan <laughs> Grey Gardens. <laughs> Grey Gardens. <laughs> I've seen both the film and okay. the yeah, I've seen the actual documentary and I've seen yeah. the film. Um, welcome to Grey Gardens. Because <laughs> they're from Boston. Yeah, so I know, but it is our future. <laughs> I'm gonna buy us headscarves for Christmas. So I don't like fireworks, which this time of year is precarious at best. There's a sort of three-week window in which I can't leave the house How after. Do you not like fireworks? They're magical right. and fun. No, they're pretty to look at. But the sound is really frightening. As I said, if you follow me on Twitter, it's like, mmm, cake is delicious, but it smells like vomit. Like, that is the yeah. thing, because I'm, I'm enjoying it in one sense, and I'm really hating it in another. Like, uh, I'm really enjoying uh, touching this, stroking this dog. It feels nice, but it's it on looks s- like a lizard. in my hand. Or yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, the last big public fireworks display I went to, they played the theme tune to the X-Files. Actually, no, it wasn't the last time. The previous time. They played That's the theme tune the X-Files, to the X-Files seven times <laughs> throughout the 20-minute display. Um, obviously, it's a chance for me to relive my favourite fireworks moment, which is where there's that video of a tw- 20 minutes worth <laughs> of fireworks going off in 30 seconds. It's incredible! <laughs> They've like, the five, four, three, two... One <laughs> and like you can't see anything but smoke by the end of it. Yes, it's quite impressive. It's, it's it's funny, but at the same time, it's really sad. But it's all right because I think it's so impressive as to be quite good. And then they, the people who messed it up um, put on a free oh, repeat. Good. But um, the thing with fireworks is they are incredibly expensive. They really are. Yeah, the Pali fireworks used to cost a hundred thousand pounds. Wow. Yeah, you can see why the council doesn't do it anymore. No, no, they bought it back this year. It wasn't run by the council. We had guides on Bonfire Night, and um, ours was the only section that was still meeting because I did not think to cancel like everyone else did. But it was really good because I got an email from the uh, people who run the We Meet in the Church, and they said that they were having a Bonfire Night. And they, we, you know, I assume you're not coming, but if you are, you're very welcome to join. Oh, and I said, nice. Yes, that's exactly what we'll do. So I quickly emailed all the um, guide parents saying, We're going to this, right next to the wrap up warm and wear um, gloves because they'll be sparklers. And we didn't have many because there was a one that was a big fireworks event at the school, one of the schools they were going to. But um, yeah, we had a lovely time, and it was really good because we just sent them outside. There was a big cage of fire with the bonfire <laughs> in it. They had some little can, no, little fireworks, but they were the sort of back garden ones, and they were okay, especially because I was sitting inside. But in the waiter guides, there was something. I don't know whether it was a fireworks night or a recreation of the bombing of Dresden <laughs> happening <laughs> because I was walking up the hill and I couldn't work out where it was, but it was unbelievably loud and obviously they were going really high and you could see them well you're just running up the um up the hill with your coat over your head in slow motion luckily the car gave me a lift to the petrol station oh jolly good he was going to get petrol um and check me out and i just I was wearing it. This I, I like to get earmuffs under two heads <laughs> to jam them on my head. You not have your headphones in as well. No, I left them playing like rain or something. William, boom! That's not Morrissey exploding. Boom! Um, so yeah, I just hate on Friday night with a. I just, I know it's stupid, but they put me on edge. 
It's like when people in a theatre get out a gun and I have to sit there with uh, at least one ear covered and I have to hit just in case. Just, just in, in case. case. Well, no, because you know that somebody you're not getting out a gun on stage for that I'm going to say. Uh, well, Chekhov's gun, I suppose. That's literally a thing. Yeah. But it inevitably means someone's getting shot. This weekend, I went off to see Bridget Christie's A Bick for Her, which won the... Was that the Fosters. Edinburgh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. And it turns out that the Walthamstow MP, Stella Creasy, was in the audience because she tweeted about there it later. She did not respond to my tweet asking if she was one of the rowdy women down the front. Not her friend, ever. No, I know. Rude. Wouldn't vote for her. Don't live in Walthamstow, so... It's a bit of a moo point. I feel <laughs> I feel okay offering the uh, the personal information. I don't live in Walthamstow. <laughs> uh, and at, like ten years later, I still, thanks to one, one throwaway joke in Friends, say moo point. <laughs> Um, it was very funny, and I, for once in my life, had the balls to tell and someone who sitting next to us to what? For once in your life, you had someone who needed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No. Sorry, Kerry. For once in my life, I had the uh, chutzpah to tell the people sitting next to us to shut up during the uh, during the show because they were talking and not even being like that was a funny joke. They were just having a chat. So I turned to them, and sometimes when I confront people, a a new voice and manner of speaking comes up and it was uh so th- this is me i'm quite polite and i went guys sorry can you keep it down <laughs> i was basically garth Marenghi. <laughs> guys sorry can you keep it? this is dedicated to my wife who deals with the bulk of my admin i don't know where it came from but they they went oh yes sorry and they did actually shut up and i was like yeah thank you guys sorry <laughs> my friend kathy was like, i do that in shops i sometimes become um my my accent just gets a lot plummier than it usually is or sometimes oh, on I the, go phone, the other way <laughs> they sometimes on the phone um i just my accent drifts vaguely not <laughs> oh i've done that uh i've panicked not intentionally and it never gets further than peterborough <laughs> but it's like that sort of this some of my vowels sound yeah. a bit different my, i don't know why my normal phone voice very nicely spoken much younger um uh, once picked up the phone to do a jump and call I was quite oh, yeah, nervous about became full on northern I was like yeah well I'm just call- I don't know what- it was terrible this is only if I've like got to call the like, like the somebody electricity else. company well, or somebody not not someone I know I had a phone call recently and um, I was dealing with a sore throat and to compensate for my terrible sore throat I spoke with a strong estuary accent throughout I don't know. It was really weird. And I was still sitting there shaking my head like, who is this person? <laughs> I've, I've committed to it now. Yeah. I've got to keep yeah, you going. can't drop it. Like some bizarre through. episode of Miranda. No, that actually happened in an episode of Dharma and Greg, but they were doing it on purpose to start with. They were doing southern accents in a golfing shop as a joke, only they then met a southern judge who was like, oh, it's great to see somebody you know, hear, hear a local accent We're all, the, all the way up here in San Francisco. I think they had to keep going. I said to keep going. Good. National Theatre is uh, 50 years old. I went to see two of the platform events. I went to nothing. Um, I went to see Julie Walters and Richard Eyre. And I went to see Francis de la Tour, Frankie, and Alan Bennett. <laughs> Rubens! Uh, and that was great. And um, they, uh, one of the questions was, if you went to a fancy dress party, what national theatre costume would you wear? And uh, Frankie answered, Trevor Nunn. <laughs> you meant to say a costume you'd see on stage. Went, no, you know, you'd get to wear a lovely, luscious black wig and go around hugging everyone and saying, darling, it would be brilliant. <laughs> that was very good. And I My, did have... I, the next fancy dress party I have to go to, <laughs> Trevor Nunn. I did have tickets to see Nicholas Heitner and Rory Kinnear, but I had to go to the Science Museum for girl guiding. Um, and I couldn't go. And I but really you did upset. get to dress up as a cockroach. I so... did get to dress up as a cockroach while I was there. Swings around, but very good. Um, I like the fact that on the national. Oh, I forgot to watch the rest of it. 
the National National Trusts, the National Theatre's uh, big show when they all did their bows at the end, that the backstage staff got the, got the last bow. Yes. And they all emerged in their black outfits. Yeah. I thought that was cool. I did manage to watch the History Boys sketch sketch well let's really <laughs> be honest um scene and i watched uh sit down you're rocking the boat from guys and dogs oh bums <laughs> i forgot to watch that i'm really annoyed um i was i was out i was at work when it was on originally so i only saw the last sort of 15 20 minutes so i went back on iplayer and watched watched the the pertinent bits and i thought i'll watch the rest of this later i'll catch up it'll be fine forgot just remember it went off uh, yesterday about an hour because i'd come back from colchester zoo that day um it was very good i'm assuming that they just oh clive road just just cabin just go for it yeah just walk down the front of the stage just hit whatever note you want was it really bad way no 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 okay. good way you know just, just you've you've uh yeah blank check just go for it yeah good that's an amazing um, and they did the, the the history boys did the french scene and Alan Bennett was being uh, Richard Griffiths, clearly in Richard Griffiths' old jacket, so he was swimming in tweed. It was weird because it was like, it wasn't a suit jacket, it came down to his knees. Oh, maybe it didn't look like Richard Griffiths. <laughs> maybe. He looked, like he, looked, he looked like he was dressed as a shopkeeper. He did. Um, much like yeah. my new winter coat, which makes me look like Artwright from for all hours. <laughs> I, it feels like weeks ago. Well, it was weeks ago, but it feels like a lot longer ago. <laughs> wow. Since we last recorded... Um, I went to a lovely wedding in Birmingham, uh, and it was it was really good. It was a friend from school, and we danced the night away. Now, I know you are infinitely older than me, but people you've been to school with shouldn't be allowed to get married. It's all right. We haven't hit the 30th birthday parties yet. What did you wear? What did you wear? I wore a lovely green frock, like what I wore to our grandparents' wedding anniversary. Was I there? What did I wear to that? Blouse, skirt, massive drag queen shoes. Quite chronic sunburn, I know the one. That's the one, yes, day after camp. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yep. Uh, I, yes, and um, and a, a nude court shoe, um, and a hair half up, half down, bouffant situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it was lovely. Uh, yeah, it was jolly good. It was jolly good. And the next day, we, because all of us sort of travelled up from London and then all stayed in the same hotel, so we were going to have breakfast together and things like that. And then um, a whole bunch of us decided that we go for a walk and explore Birmingham a bit. And the handy thing was, it was the weekend that the clocks went back, so we got an extra hour. So everyone was sort of up and went, oh god, we've got hours. I think everyone has sort of anticipated just staying in bed until until they kind of had to get up, getting up, and maybe having a bit of breakfast, checking out, going to the pub for lunch, and then going home. But everyone sort of found themselves with time. So we went to the new uh, Central Library. Well, I've been to Birmingham. I walked from one station in Birmingham to the other station in Birmingham on my holiday, and then when I came back from Stratford-upon-Avon, did the other way. And I can tell you about Birmingham, that it has comprehensive shopping facilities. It does. Did you go to the Bullring? I went past the Bullring. I've been, I've been in the Bullring. I didn't go this time. Um, but the new library's fab. Good. Could really you good. take anything out? <laughs> uh, well, you could have, but we didn't bother because we'd have had to post it back. We, we all kind of got there, and uh, one of my friends who was a teacher did his um, te- did his start of a school trip speech, um, which is like telling us when we all need to meet back and does anyone need to go to the loo and things like that, um, and to stay in groups. And uh, then we all sort of got on the escalator and sort of split off into smaller groups, and then we kind of got up and we, we all kind of wandered around and went, what do you actually do in a library when you know that you can't take any of the books out? You photograph them so you can take them out at your own library. Yeah. Um, but then there, there are lots of other things to look at. So we went out on a little roof terrace and we just kind of looked around. It's a cool place just to look around. And we found the contemplation zone and then realised that it was actually a prayer room. So that was we didn't kind of, we didn't go in. And yeah, it was really good. Then we all went to the pub lunch. 
Came home. Good. The time is upon us. The Christmas adverts have begun. Yes. Well, you had the new journalist one, which is quite nice, but not as good as the little boy who really wants to give presents. Underwhelming. You hate Keen. We have a major problem. The problem with is, this. I just I have a problem with Keen. Jessica ha- cannot deal with two bands. They are Supertramp no. and Keen. Imagine Keen covering Supertramp. No, it would be worse if it was Supertramp covering Keen. Because because the it's the Supertramp sound that I don't like. Oh yeah. I don't object in theory to their songs, but there's something about the sound that makes me feel a little bit unwell. Mm, true. Um, whereas Keen just annoy me for reasons that would take far too long to explain. Okay. Yes, yeah, so already, and I'm worried it's not them singing, but then I'm just made, I'm thinking of Keen when I'm watching it. Well, when aren't And you? it's just kind of, a, you know, an average other. And then he rose, okay, well, the bun, this, the hair is sad because his friend, the bear, isn't going to be I there. I couldn't work out whether he'd woken up the bear in the middle of his snooze. No, the bear is, the bear is sort of preparing to hibernate and the hair's getting all excited because it's near, nearly Christmas. Yeah, I forgot that. And the hair, and the bear's like, oh God, I've got to go to sleep, so sort of dragging himself around. And then the hare is sad on Christmas Day because all the other woodland creatures are there with their friends and giving their presents and stuff. Yeah. And then the bear arrives and he's woken up specially to come and spend Christmas well, with his friends. I thought it was because he bought him a present. He bought him an alarm clock to wake him up. Oh, uh, maybe. Oh, did he buy him an alarm clock? Well, at the end, there's an alarm clock that's been unwrapped. Maybe that's what it is. <sighs> Someone's not getting their GCC comprehension. Um, <laughs> to be fair, I, I was trying to do other things at the same time, and I've only seen it once. And I was thinking, oh god, it's cute. That's the only Christmas advert I've seen so far. And I was thinking, it's not as good as the first one. So far yeah. into my life, let me, let me. Yeah, so, for me, the, the the modern wave of John Lewis Christmas adverts peaked with the first one. So, which is of course a little boy waiting for Christmas. Then he realizes he doesn't want to get his presents. <laughs> he wants to give his present. Um, I've just uh, left my previous job. And on the last day, I was doing quite well. Um, and then I made the mistake of watching that advert. And nearly Why so earth did you do that? Because the new one had just come out, so I wanted to oh, watch the old one. So I sat on my desk and watched that, and um, nearly started crying at my desk. Which I don't think is, you know, a dignified exit. It's awkward, isn't it? Um, I have seen the M&S one this year. It's it's quite smugly. Yeah, it's got hell in a bottom. Um, so today we've had a bit of an adventure. Um, we've been to... Where have we not been today? Uh, the moon. Um, well, we are going to bring you uh, a clip here of us out and about. Okay, guys, uh, we're in a car, in a car park. We're about to go to Hobbycraft. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. And you just can't hide it. No, 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 no. It's the no. home of arts, crafts, making, and baking. I love all of those things. I'm one of that, and that's me. I'm like those things. Um, I make your own Christmas. They've got Christmassy things out. Oh, I think one of them is a wooden T-Rex. I don't, maybe he brought one of the wise men. I'm not sure. <sighs> he has a big head. And little, and little arms. Um, you've been to this hobby craft. I have. I did a recce last week and I spent a lot of money and I bought loads of things. So, let's I don't go have the money to spend, and but see I if we can recreate that experience. Do it anyway. Um, I'm just so excited. Should we go in? Should we go? Yes, let's go. We'll report back. <laughs> Okay, we're pausing briefly before we go into Hobbycraft because we've decided to have a pre-Hobbycraft donut. Your bag is too big! Ah. <laughs> That's the sound of Rosie trying to get donuts out of my backpack. I'm stuck to my bag! What magazine is that? We'll with? report back. I just really love donuts. Me too. They make me happy. I can eat them all the time. But then you get fat. Why would I get fat? Because don't make me fat. Don't make me fat. <laughs> Great timing. 
Okay, we got distracted before we went into Hobbycraft and we're in pets at home. That's the sound of some Daegu's running in a wheel. What, that's weird. Alarmingly, they stopped just as I held them. Are you trying to interview a Daegu? Yes, so, Mr. Daegu. One in uh, York had... Oh, I've just realised that there's one in some kind of catering tray. It's just in some sand there, just... Um, the ones in York are about on them. People oh, say. Well, we should name them. That's Frank. That's Jeff. Doris. Why not get to name anyone? You can do the bunnies. What's that bunny asleep called? Fluff, Fluffy. Fluffy. No, it's rubbish. Um, Martina. Martina. What's the one at the back called? Uh, Hingis. Yeah. What's, what the, the what's, the, what's the black one that's just emerged from the end of the tunnel? I don't care because I've just found dog nappies. Oh my god. Also, how big are these dogs? Wait, how do, you, how do you get a nappy on a dog? Wait, when does it when does it wear it? I don't know. I know maybe they're like little pads that you put them. Oh uh, no, I don't think they wear them. I think they sit on them. Disappointing, but strangely relieving. So obviously, I went to Hobbycraft for the first time. It was very exciting. Wasn't it was very it? exciting. Like the way the doors open and Hobbycraft opens out before you. Like the first time you go to Blue Water and, and the person driving says, "Look to your left <laughs> now," and the <laughs> trick is to have really epic music playing at the same time. Yeah, I liked Hobbycraft. A little face lit up. You can buy all sorts. I didn't buy anything. Not all sorts, everything. If you name a hobby, or indeed a craft, you can get it in hobby craft. I think we should take up needle felting. Yeah, I've, you said this earlier, I'm not going to do it. Decoupage? Uh, Glass painting. No, I'm more going to take up like Airfix kits. I did actually nearly buy an airfix kit. I was looking at the uh, Millennium Falcon. I was looking uh, quite lovingly at the USS Enterprise. So yeah, we went to hobby craft, it was great. Uh, I've still failed to buy any ball for any of the projects I'm doing, but hey, we'll talk about that later. And then three for the price of two, which is how last week I came to come away with six balls of yarn. Your song! My song. Um, well, courtesy of Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion, I was reminded of the majesty that is Cindy Lauper singing Time After Time, which features in the most epic of spontaneous choreographed dance routines. That's very good. Bits of which I, which I kept remembering the following few days and just laughing dance. by myself, just wandering around London. That's good. Top fives! Top fives. I'd just like to point out that you did the top five jingle, but with your song earlier. Jessica, you have an addition to last week's um, fictional female Yeah, we models. forgot Cagney and Lacey. You forgot Cagney and Lacey. <laughs> 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 you can do the whole thing? No. Da 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 da. No. Okay. They were very cutting edge for the time. They were two main main female protagonists in a, in a in a prime in a, like a big you know drama, and they were detectives. Well, not even just police women, detectives. Top five. Top five. Things oh. about autumn. Autumn has come in. Autumn days when the grass is jewels and the silk, silk inside, inside the chestnut shell. Jeff Payne. This is going to be another one of those singing Bula. episodes, isn't it? I think all of them are one of those singing episodes. So we are discussing the best things that happen in the autumn. Uh, it's my turn. <laughs> my top five. I'm going to start with red cups. Red cups. I read a article on the agenda this week, and um, which mockingly talked about. It was a satire on the way women are expected to pay through uh, Halloween to New Year's Day. 
but it had a thing about red cups and it was like I'm really excited because my normal coffee is now in a red cup yeah that is exciting actually and they do have nice flavours and I know pumpkin spice isn't a real flavour but it is still quite pleasant and you get excited because they come and then you can have like a normal chocolate cake but there's some icing sugar on it so you pretend it's all frosty and wintry and yeah it's exciting when they happen and then you get the nice flavours and it's a treat and then um, I have too much sugar and coffee and I nearly threw up on Friday morning (laughs) because I had a big coffee yeah, good top top times. Number two. Oh, by the way, red cups are what you get your beverages in at Starbucks in the autumn. Yeah, I was I was about to say that I've never had a red cup, but I don't patronise the uh, establishment that provides its patrons with. I'm very patronising. So, the million beverage holders container. I see what you're trying to do. Number Sorry, two, on. knitwear exclamation mark. Um, I mark. hate summer. I hate. Because there's sunshine and brightness and joy and frivolity. And this is why I have a chronic vitamin D deficiency. Um, with that word, Jake. You, you have to wear, like, shorts and then you stick to things. In winter, you can just keep putting on layers. And although sometimes you might not have enough layers on, eventually there'll be more layers. And you can put big knitted things on and huge scarves that you breathe into. And then the heat from your own mouth kind of heats your chin. And it's a bit like snogging yourself. And then you wear, like, huge arm warmers that don't fit in your coat. And huge boots. And then you have, like, a big pair of boots with leg warmers sticking out. And, like, jeans with tights underneath. And a huge hat. And then a hood over the hat. And then a hat over the hood. And you're never cold again. And you say we need to put... We need to put uh, jeans under that skirt and sweats over those jeans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you, uh, and then yeah, you've got like um, all your tra- your tops tucked into your trousers and because you have to alternate the um, right, you layers have, you like a your, brick. Your um, yes, like a brick wall. You have so you have your vest tucked into your tights and then your and then your your shirt, t-shirt tucked into your jeans. Yeah, and then your jumper over the top. Yeah, so it's the layering. So there's never at no point can your kidneys get cold um, because I'm everyone's mother and your kidneys should not get cold and you should. Um, uh, you shouldn't let your ears get cold either. You should be wearing so many layers that if you fall over, you are stranded like a tortoise on your back doing this. <laughs> and you can be gently rolled. Um, yeah. yeah it's like, you know when people ask those stupid questions like, would you rather be too hot or too cold? And like, oh, this isn't, like, why would this ever come up? <laughs> yeah. The answer is always, obviously, too cold because you can do something about being too cold, whereas ultimately when it gets to a certain point... I have not enough... In Britain, obviously, if you're in the Arctic Circle, at some point you will die. Yeah. In, in London, if you get too hot, at some point it's they've tough. run out of clothes to you, take off. You've, you're not going to get any cooler unless you find someone with it somewhere with air conditioning. Uh, but when you're too cold, you can just put more layers on and have a hot water bottle. Um, I really like sleeping in a cardigan. That's one of my all-time favourite treats. I discovered it at university when I actually is quite good. Yeah, well, I accidentally fell asleep wearing my clothes. <laughs> And then wake up in a pair of jeans. Leather belt buckle. It was fine. Anyway. Um, uh, and then I thought, oh, you can sleep in a hoodie. and Which I was also wearing. And now uh, sleeping in... Hey, number three. The Christmas good housekeeping. This comes out roughly in about July. But... <laughs> You've got to have time to prepare. Yeah. And it's, it's this huge thing. And it's always red and gold. And has, uh, like, Kirsty Allsop on the front. Yes. Or um, maybe Nigella. Uh, or Martha Stewart. Like, the US would have, would have had Martha yeah. Stewart before the whole... Uh, no, she's very popular. Her, she's her, come back. Her, she's paid her. She's paid her. Done her time. Yeah, she's probably paid her taxes as well. Um, the Christmas good housekeeping, the big bumper thing, and it's like a thing to get you through Christmas and a timetable and like hilarious A to Z of tips to make your husband pull his weight. Um, and it's great. Hit him. H for hit him. <laughs> With a carpet sweep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Number four. Duvet days. 
Okay, so I've obviously established that I really like... And we are both currently sitting under blankets. We're sitting like, under blankets. Like an episode of New Girl. Um, and okay, first of all, I've never said blankies. <laughs> okay, so do days. Because um, it's like, you get up and you know there's no point going outside because it will be dark within six hours. And you think, maybe I'll just sit on a sofa and I'll watch every film ever made. And I'm just going to wrap myself in a duvet. And nobody can be like, hey, we should be hitting the beach, Marvin. And you're like, all right, uh, I'll come hit the beach with you because I feel obliged to be at summer. Because everyone understands that you don't want to leave a house in winter. So just when you and Marvin hit the beach, <laughs> do you hit it with a carpet? <laughs> yeah. I'm there sweeping the beach. It takes bloody hours. It's made of sand. Um, I'm there all Marv's summer. Marvin's no help. He's not coming either way. <laughs> yeah, Marvin's... Whereas in the winter, Marvin's there, and, and then you actually, you just stay inside because nobody expects you to go out, and you can watch it rain and make a lot of hot beverages and wrap yourself up. Number five, Rufus Wainwright, because Rufus Wainwright is autumn music, and my ideal day, I'm still planning this, I've become six years old reading in a school assembly. Um, I would like to spend a day listening to all of Rufus Wainwright's studio albums in the or back to back in the order they were recorded and I think autumn would be the perfect weather for this because his music is maudlin and piano based and you can't really dance to it although I have tried and it would be really good for wrapping yourself up in a duvet and maybe drinking a red cup except that would involve leaving the house so just making a hot chocolate at home keep your red cup <laughs> keep an old paper cup and dry it out in a tumble dryer and then and then fill it right up again with your own hot beverage I am done with my top fives thank you my top fives are Number one, I would. I can't read that from here. It's because I wrote it and I was writing it. I don't know. It looks like Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> what it actually says Boots Christmas Boots Cat. is Boots Xmas Catalogue. Yeah, I'm really um, sorry, I kept writing Xmas, I was lazy. No, I never wrote Xmas there because I couldn't fit it in the space. Uh, the Boots Christmas Catalogue, when that comes out, you know that Christmas is coming. And also, as a subcategory of this, all Christmas publications, when the magazines, to time with your good housekeeping thing, start doing their Christmas countdown. Um, but actually not just Christmas, like the autumn thing, so they have really good recipes for like hearty warming food. Stews! I didn't put stews! I oh failed! my greyhounds. We're going to have to cancel Christmas. <laughs> Retcon, Rosie wants stews. Rosie wants stews. <laughs> I can't enjoy the Boots Christmas catalogue this year because it has a large picture of Furby in it. But weirdly, it smells like Furby's. No. The Crass catalogue smells like um, a slipper. Faintly like a slipper. No, it smells like Christmas catalogues of bygone years. It like it smells like oh Christmas when you were a child. Can I just remind you about when our mum used to run the church bazaar oh and we God. spend all of September and October looking through the Baker Ross toy catalogue for all the things that they put as the prizes in? Like, no, the... we organised our own pretend bazaar. Yeah, and we'd sit there singing the How Bizarre song. And 15 <laughs> years later, I do still say Bizarre. How Bizarre. Do, do, do. Actually, it was more than 15 years, sadly. Yeah, how old do you think? <laughs> it would be embarrassing if you were that old. <laughs> I was thinking, oh no, was I that young? And I was like, no, I was, no, you can't add up. That would have made me 12. Um, my next one is knitwear slash, well, tweed slash corduroy. Rosie, because you ran out of space, wrote corduroy. I didn't run out of space, I'm just lazy. <laughs> lazy, just wrote corduroy. Um, knitwear, tweed and corduroy. The autumnal. Triumvirate. Triumvirate of uh, fabrics. Yeah. Lovely, toasty, smart, but kind of put together and kind of like mm. you go to Harvard mm. and you're like... Yeah, it always it's uh, cold, but you feel like you should be in Boston. Or yeah, autumn makes me feel like I maybe go to campus. college in ba- in Massachusetts <laughs> in a red brick building. Yeah, it's very Ivy League. Yeah, autumn. Oh, 
Autumn is the most Ivy League of the seasons, and it is for the aspirational uh, dilettante such as myself. That's because we watch a lot of Gilmore Girls, and um, we did watch a lot of Gilmore Girls. And also, people always talk about like football and stuff, and that's an autumn thing. Two thousand and nine was a good year. <laughs> was a very good year. Next is the hot water bottle. Ugh, I've got one. You made it. You gave it to me. I made it very cozy. Oh, yes, you did. That was very good. Um, a hot water bottle when you're just really cold, and then you can just have a hot water bottle. It's lovely. And also the same can be applied to getting into a nice, like, warm, toasty bed. Electric blanket. Obviously you have to have had an electric blanket on to, take, to warm it up beforehand, or sinking into a hot bath. Like, there is, I, I mean, euphoria is all very well as a, like, feeling. But I think relief is the best, the best thing in the world. When you're really cold, and then you're warm. Yeah. That's just the best in the world. Yeah. Sometimes just getting back to <laughs> plateau is all it takes. I guess... Not even well, yeah, but but then also going going like a little bit further and being really warm. <laughs> but not so far that you start like sweating to death. No, because then yeah, then you're like I've gone too far and I'm dying. I'm like dying. I did that to myself last week. <laughs> Where you go? You I think just... I'm freezing? I'll go to bed in a jumper. And you wake up an hour and a half later, like <laughs> boiling hot, like a hell. Oh, like when you're at camp and it's freezing at night because <gasps> there's no insulation, so you're wearing literally all of your clothes. <laughs> and then Everyone has all of their clothes and on and three sleeping bags, and you wake up at about seven o'clock in the morning. The sun has hit the tent again because there's no insulation. It's just roasting inside and everyone wakes up at exactly the same moment and goes <gasps> oh my god open the door open the door take all the layers off guys i'm dying guys i'm dying i'm dying i can't get out of my jumper i can't get out of my jumper and then, i was on so hot i nearly threw up and then somebody eventually makes it to the door and opens it and everyone actually <gasps> falls out of in their sleeping bags and their 18 jumpers in the autumn you get to watch practical magic it's legally and not legally legally binding that you cannot watch at any other time of the year even though some of the action does take place at other times of the year it's obviously an autumn film not halloween just autumn it's that kind of new englandy bit like while you were sleeping which i mean is christmasy yeah, and new year but yeah, it's late yeah, autumn yeah. early winter yeah no, i do like to watch that at christmas i've still never seen practical magic well, oh my greyhounds well, i was thinking of what film we should watch this evening it's like maybe practical magic i, don't know if I thought watch. we were gonna watch katie perry parted me oh i watched that last week okay that's fine um, we can watch that if you want <laughs> we can watch some more um i quite enjoyed it i'm not gonna lie it's very much i watched it in a couple of goes because i was doing other things and sort of and you can't take it off it's a big pill to swallow but oh i'm oh she puts on a show oh i know oh them costumes are fab no. One of her songs, she has about seven costume changes just throughout the, the thing. Okay, I might have to watch that at some point. You change your mind like a girl changes clothes. Costume change, literally for every sit. But she does that kind of thing yeah. where she, where one one of the dancers like pulls up a kind of hoop curtain thing around Put her and it. then drops it and then she's wearing a different dress. Then at the final, they throw confetti at her and by the time the confetti falls, she's got a trick. Oh, amazing. Very okay. good. Number five. Um, number five, fire. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do a different voice. I'm the god of hellfire. Fire. Do, do, do. Because it keeps you warm and it's great and you can have bonfires and you can toast marshmallows if you eat marshmallows or if you can find vegan marshmallows and it's great fun setting fire to things and you can have fires in the fireplace and in the wood burning stove which we now have at home. Oh, it's great. Can't wait to Christmas and I can come over and set light to things. Honourable mentions, honourable mentions. Strictly gets really good at this point. Mm. Hot chocolate. And it's this time of year that you can legitimately have hot chocolate for breakfast. Yeah. Um, but only if you're on holiday, specifically in Europe. I've, I, I've only recently become a hardcore tea drinker because I've only recently been working in an office. Porridge. Ooh, porridge. Um, just towards the end of the summer, I started eating a lot of porridge to the point at which I just couldn't eat any more porridge. I got like that with um, Eggs Benedict. Also, it's just a faff because it makes making breakfast so much slower. 
because you've got to cook the porridge. But I will get back into it, and I think what I'm going to try and do is soak the porridge overnight, so then it's like, all you have to do is heat it up. Yeah, that's what we do. So, yeah. Flasks. That's your new nickname. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't call me. <laughs> what, because you can just you legitimately can, carry a thermos around being You can have like, a thermos. Is it a tea? Is it a soup? <laughs> I have a food jar. Is it a jacket potato like Jessica? I'm sorry, my finest moment. Culinary speaking. In terms of packed lunches, one of the best things that I've ever done is I have a food jar which has a wide mouth. Mouth. So it's the aperture. same width. Aperture. It's the same width all the way down and it's like fat and chunky. And I, I took an amazing packed lunch with me to college once which was a jacket potato with chilli on top of it. Mm-hmm. And I imagine I didn't have to cut out the jacket potato. You can just put the whole thing in there. This is where I'd like to bring in information about my stew love. Um... And a lamb, flagellate, apricot, a uh, sausage, tomato and lentil stew, any kind of beef uh, and any kind of meat and alcohol. With a food jar, you could have dumplings in there as well. Oh, God. I've never even thought of this. This is happening. Scrap the podcast. We're going to make dumplings right now. Contact legal. Um, flavours. All of the flavours. Just all of them. And then and then you get like a pumpkin pie for pudding or a big apple crumble. I would have made apple made pumpkin pie this year, except that the pumpkin, uh, the the makers of canned pumpkin are owned by Nestle, so I refused to buy it. Also, it's like one pound eighty five a tin. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was hoping that if I went to the supermarket the day after Halloween, they might have some cut price manky old pumpkins kicking around that I can make into a pie. Don't need to carving. Doesn't need to be an attractive pumpkin. Yeah. Just need to be like the, the scabby one at the end that no one's wanted because it's been dropped or something. Uh, no, not even for ready money. Nanty pumpkins. Oh dear. So what I'm going to do is I might try and make some sort of squash sweet potato pie, because I think that would be basically the same. Yes. So that's just tremendous. Right. Back to school. Back to school. Newly sharpened pencils, the opportunity for stationery. Yeah. Just the nostalgia of this is quite quite something. Except that I don't go out early in the morning, so I don't get that kind of on my way to school kind of feeling, because I'm asleep at 8 o'clock. Yeah, I'm on my way to work. Okay. Um, And um, the opportunity for various decorations. Not just Christmas, you can have Halloween, you can have general autumnalness. Garlands. Garlands, horns of plenty. Cornucopias, that's what they're called. They are called that. Um, if you celebrate such festivities. Uh, bonfire night. Bringing course. tins into school for the Harvest Bringing Festival. Bringing tins into school for the Harvest Festival. Yeah, all sorts. And then, of course, leading into Christmas. And then New Year. Never as good as Christmas, but, you know, whatever. <clears throat> oh, and the um, solstice. My song! Your song. Forever young, I wanna be forever young. I don't know who it's by, but it goes with time after time Alpha, in my head. Alphabets or the alphas or okay. the alpha something. Um, in my head, they go together with time after time because they're always using 80s prom sequences in the movies. So I thought it would tie together. It's in the school dance at in Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, that's the one. I like her sleeves. They're yeah. real big. Thanks, I made them myself. Bake Off and Strictly Update. Cha 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 cha. Hey. Uh, Bake Off. Obviously, this has happened. Francis won. Francis won, rightly, I think. Yes. Kimberly had I, a mare. I was a little underwhelmed with the um, showstoppers for the finale, I have to be honest. Oh, uh, I thought Francis's looked professional and amazing, and the other two looked. Mm, yeah. Um, but I, was, <laughs> I remember being a little underwhelmed with the showstoppers from last year as well. Well, as I got to recall by watching the what happened to them last year, uh, James's incredible, <laughs> like, State of the Union cake where each country in the UK was given, like, a huge sheet cake. And he brought over, like, a table's worth of cake. <laughs> and they were all, like, drying off. <laughs> <laughs> this 
year. Francis, it wasn't her cake so much as the ba- it's the fact that it was on a tree stump in the basin. Poor Hollywood had to carry it over to the table for him. <laughs> that was very funny. Um, and then you notice that she just she didn't carry it back. She just carried the top that yeah. they'd cut into back to put on the thing, and the rest of it was obviously just to put on the side because <laughs> no one could face picking it up again. Um, so that was good. The previous um, year, I don't remember what the finale was, but the year before that, it was a tea party, and that was very good. And yeah, because they had to make lots of things. So they had to make the bread and the cake and the biscuits, which I think makes more sense for them. They had to do sort of lots of little bits and pieces. Yeah. Whereas this year it's one thing. Well, that's just a normal showstopper, really. Yeah, it was more of a final. Yeah. Um, Strictly, Dave is finally on. He has. Rightly, I felt. Yeah, to be brutally honest, I still haven't watched that much of it. But I think he, yes, he was very much there because people like him. Um, The judges included, I think. And Len said he would have saved him. Yeah. Um, But I think, ultimately, Mark was probably the better dancer. I'm currently gunning for a finale of... Uh, Ashley. Right, yep. Oh, no. I retract no. that. He should come fourth and fifth. Natalie. Right. Susanna. Yes. And Patrick. Patrick, yes. Uh, Patrick is amazing. And uh, if Susanna's there, it means that Kevin from Grimsby is there. And right, yeah. You don't care if Susanna wins. You want Kevin from Grimsby to win. I declare Kevin from Grimsby 2013's Baking James. Right, it's out there. It's out there. There's the glasses. There's a regional accent. A lot of skill. It's all whew, no tall, just me. <laughs> um, but he's also very good, and Susanna's very good. Um, and Patrick did an amazing American Smooth, and Ashley did a really good bit of quick step with his feet this week. That was really good. Yep. Uh, Halloween was quite good. Um, so that's strictly update. Needle and fed. Oh, the pepinis were good. Needle and fed. Needle and fed. Um, Jessica, you've made some food. Um, I have. I um, cooked up a whole, whole load of um, lasagnas and apple crumbles, and I put them in those little foil things like you get in a takeaway with a little cardboard top. And I wrote what was on them on the fo- on the cardboard top, and then I put them in the freezer to be eaten at a later date. And I was very pleased with myself. Very, very good. Thank you. Um, I've bought some patterns. Um, I've got downloaded the Norwegian Totoro mittens. Lovely. And I bought. Uh, I've bought the How Cold Is It Mitten patterns, but I think they're called Drunk Girl Designs, and they are mittens... Uh, I'll tell you how cold it is. Yeah. Uh, with a um, saucy message on. Cheeky. Cheeky. Rude, there's a swear, um, but they're quite fun. Um, what have we seen this week? What, what have, have we seen, seen this week? Wait, well, in reference to the John Lewis advert that we talked about earlier, um, we have seen uh, at John Lewis... That's a man called Mr. It's J. Not Lewis. the shop. And, and he is amazing because people kept tweeting at him, especially about the advert. And he responds beautifully. And now John Lewis Retail, as they're called on Twitter, are going to send him a present. And yeah, he sent um, just really uh, polite and fun, fun responses to everyone who has tweeted at him. That's right. Um, so saying, oh yes, I agree with you. I think you mean John Lewis Retail. Mm-hmm. Along those lines. I know it was very nice. Um, also on Twitter, uh, there was an image of somebody coming up with different names for Benedict Cumberbatch, including Fraggle Rock ampersand and all these weird things that they've saying said. So Some of that. them start off quite similar and it just gets biz- more and more bizarre as it goes on. Yes. 
And finally, um, something which the other week, uh, my boisterous singing led to our father telling me to go to bed <laughs> because I was singing too loudly after midnight, um, which is Hugh Laurie performing Mystery from A Bit of Fry and Laurie, which is a very, very funny comedy song. That's it. Bye. There's still a mystery. To find out more and to look at our show notes, you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at say hello to rosieandjessica at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter, The Day of Fun Show. You can listen to our shows on Mixcloud or you can download us from iTunes. See you soon!